Hey everyone, coming up, we're going to be wasting away again in Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. Live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 76 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. He's eating a sandwich. Literally twice in one week. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts at helping you plan the perfect sandwich. Universal vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Visit them on the web at www. Where's that? DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. <laughs> on the web. Okay. Hello. Everyone. I am. I wish we had a laugh track. I would have at least played it twice already. Uh huh. Like canned laughter, like Full House style. Okay, I am so pissed off at myself. <laughs> On the Tuesday show, I forgot to close out the screen that had YouTube in it. And so it started up, and Pete just about finished his intro, and then it kicked on and started talking, and I just did the same freaking thing again today. Oh, could you hear yourself on the computer? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear it in the microphone. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, then it's no. just me. That's yeah, right. now I, I just made a complete just... imbecile of myself. <laughs> messed up the whole introduction for no reason. Exactly. I can't change the shot until you introduce us. No, you absolutely can. There are some shows that the people never get an introduction. So you guys should be fortunate enough that I ever mention your name. Oh, excuse once. me. Um, <laughs> I am your host today, Craig Williams, joined with Jenny Lynn Nup. Hello, everybody. And then back on the controls, the one who did not screw up today, just Mark Rhino Clavin. Mark it on the record. Mm. Yeah, it's on Mark the record on. now. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised we're actually pulling this one off. So. Uh, it's been a very busy day in, in terms of everything for us getting ready for this show. Uh, big big news coming out uh, on top of massages that, uh, and yeah, or on top of the the great and powerful Pete Warner uh, made sure that we all got massages today before we went on air. Like so still great. We all look real wide today. <laughs> Broad yeah. shoulders. I feel wide. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the best posture I've had in yeah. a while, which is <laughs> like, not. We're all, like, all of our headroom is just being cut off slightly. Yeah. <laughs> just slightly. I mean, that's a good thing. But, like, I'm, I'm also watching it, too, because if I, like, sit how I want to now, my boobs are really, like, popping out. Yeah. Well, I'm having a pop day, job. too. Yeah. Well, Stepping on my territory. Got moob issues today. Uh, <laughs> but, no, we're, we're in for a really, really great show, um, I think. In my opinion, Who we knows? have our review of Margaritaville. We're going to be talking about a little bit of Kong Kong. What? Kong Kong. Kong We're going to be talking about Hello, Hello Kitty. Say it. Uh, it Hola, we're, feline. We're going to be doing all of that uh, and Why did you just say a little Spanish? bit. Hello Kitty is Japanese. Hola, feline was the off brand Hello Kitty. My family could not afford the, uh, the on brand. Oh, understood. Yeah. Um,. That's let's, a joke from Happy Animals. That's what's going to happen so with all that. So uh, before we get started, does anyone have anything pressing? I know, Rhino, you came with a list I did of information. Come with a list However, today. I think some of the oh, things okay. you might have had on there, we were going to talk about anyways. I honestly don't remember. I didn't listen. I know the one thing you wow. were going to mention was Halloween Horror Nights and the exclusive vacation packages mm-hmm. that have gone on sale, um, huh? which we kind of like really breezed over. Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. I think it's because people got sick of us talking about it the last time breezed around. Breezed over it. You you just I, I like it. Didn't it just happen this week? I thought that happened last week at some point. It happened since Thursday's show. That's why I wrote it. Down. It really did. Yeah. Oh well, then I'm not going crazy. No, you just breezed over it. I did. Now Easy I'm breezy, over beautiful. Craig girl. Craig Williams. <laughs> right. All right. So, what did you want to say? He said what I said. Was, you can well, do a vacation. Well, there was a list. You said a list. Yeah, but I don't. Well, think- I'll, I'll go back to that too because uh, the vacation packages for Halloween Horror Nights are now available to book. Yeah, um, giving you the perks. Uh, of course, Sapphire Falls is added on there, and right now there's still a deal running where uh, you get free breakfast or something mm-hmm. or other whenever you. I can't remember like the exact details. I know it's free breakfast, but it's you know it's like per person once. You know, 
baloney details. I don't have it pulled up. Free baloney I'm the breakfast. worst host in the world. But the exciting information about it is uh, within the announcement of that vacation package is that we found out how many nights it's going to be this year. How many? Which? They're breaking records again. I love it. Okay. 31 nights this year. Wow. So, so going all of October into November? Uh, no, it doesn't even, <laughs> that's not even happening. It's literally just, uh, starting in September, September 16th through October 31st. It started in September this year. Yeah. But it's, it's not going into November. Last year we had well, 30 nights. It's because, um, last, Leap this year. last year, no, 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 no. It Leap was because, year. yeah, but it, November 1st was a Sunday. So it was the end of the weekend. Uh, so that's year. Okay. Yeah, this year Halloween's on a Monday, so they're they're running it on a Monday, something okay. they would never normally do. Uh, so it, it's cool. 31, 31 days of Halloween horror nights. Uh, like I said, the Lowe's Sapphire Falls vacation package is part of it too. So right now you, sorry, I was wrong about the breakfast. You receive a free hundred fifty dollar hotel dining credit per room when you stay three nights or longer, only at Lowe's Sapphire. Oh, that's pretty good. Falls Resort, really good. For Sunday through Thursday travel, the offer must be booked by May 31st, 2016. And that hotel, of course, is going to be Universal's first moderate that costs uh, starting from $209 a night. So So you said per room, right? $150 per room? $150 per room, dining credits. That's pretty good because I feel like that's, I mean, that's a couple meals. Like if it was just you and somebody else. Yeah, if you know how to maximize your budget... Uh, yeah. you could you could probably do some damage with hundred fifty dollars. Some, some tum- serial tummy damage. Dam- oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> ah, ah. Back to your list. Um, so I had a Kong thing, which I'm assuming you'll talk about when you talk about the other thing. Oh yeah. Okay, and then that. Well, this is also a Kong thing. The face off episode yeah, well, of Face Off. I'll let you throw that in there at the end. Okay. So we'll talk about it. So uh, yeah. Uh, this morning, in a precedented announcement, I guess unprecedented, but precedented. Presidented? Unprecedented, they presented. Precedented. Sorry. Precedent. I'm, not, I'm, I'm doing too presidenty and not precedenty enough. <sighs> okay. Sometimes there's nothing to do but sit back and I'm sigh. I'm still not sure what you're trying to say, but I think you should just say There it. was an announcement. Okay. There was. And in the announcement, uh, basically, uh, it came as a blog post on uh, Universal Orlando's official blog. And uh, it was written by Mike West of Universal Creative. And he basically threw out the storyline of Skull Island, Reign of Kong, uh, along with put out a little informational video on it, too. So uh, if you want to read about it, you can go to our website, universal.wdwinfo.com, and you'll be able to find out all about it and watch the video that Universal put out. Don't give their official blog traction. Give ours. Okay, yeah. Do it for us. Yeah, who wants to hear it from the mouth of the horse? Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> go directly to the source for the information. Go to the third party for don't the information. Don't get your milk from your cow. We're cuter. Exactly. Uh, so, but JL, you're going to run through and tell us uh, what the storyline is, right? Yes, I am, because it sounds really exciting. Um, all right, so the idea is that guests are on a prehistoric island, um, and you're supposed to be joining up with the let's say eighth eighth wonder expedition company to explore the island. So I, I'm, it talks about like moving through ancient ruins and these like foreboding shrines. It sounds very dramatic. I'm assuming that is in the queue because it talks about boarding a vehicle after that. And once you've boarded the vehicle, you go deeper into uh, the jungle of this island and you come across this big, huge temple and the vehicles go past these wooden doors in the temple. I'm, I'm like, is really this a real this. photo? Yeah. Yeah. That's an actual. That's what it's looking like. Well, it I mean, started... I've seen it from a distance, but like, I just realized those are like real people, right? Yeah. That's, wow. That's, that's a... the scale size. Uh, they just started messing with the lighting sometime last week mm. uh, and cool. testing it. It's pretty. Yeah. But Rhino, you just like interrupted my story and now yeah. it's like I was being climatic and. Climactic? Climactic? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what climatic is, but... I believe uh, it's climatizing <laughs> to a story. I was working on it. Well, I had to... brought stu- it to a complete halt. The wooden doors. You were about to leave them. <sighs> yes. 
you go through the wooden doors and then inside the wooden doors there's these it's a labyrinth of caves is what they've described it as and in those caves are really really big creatures and they're fighting with each other and then they realize that you're there and they're about to turn on you and just when you think it's all about to end Kong comes into the picture and it's very dramatic and he's bigger than everyone else and we are left not knowing if he's going to save us from the terrible creatures that were going to kill us or if he's going to be the one to kill us and that is the story of the ride Mm-hmm. Captivating. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to come in and like Kermit. Yay! <laughs> nope, that's not how this story goes. And it <laughs> sounds amazing. Yay. I can't wait to go. No, this is. Uh, I, I think it's no surprise. We already knew that it was going to be an incredible attraction, uh, just from the the concept art that they threw out there and some of the initial uh, rumblings, but. Uh, now that we have the storyline, it's even more exciting. Mm-hmm. Add on to that the uh, ooh, 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 ooh. okay, go, go. Are you were you going to talk about how it's one of the longest rides that's been created for Universal and the person that flew over the place in a helicopter and took pictures? And so you got a little bit of a look of what's going to happen uh, with the ride. Well, we'll talk about how long it is. So, in a while back, they said it was going to be at least six minutes. I so like that. that's great. It's it's kind of weird thinking about it though in that aspect that you know they they consider six minutes one of the longest attractions, but when you think about it, yeah, it most is. attractions are between two and four minutes. Mm-hmm. So that extra two minutes, that's that's a lot. Do you happen to know off the top of your head how long Forbidden Journey is? It is four minutes and twenty seconds. See, and when you're on that know. ride. It feels like you've been on that ride a while. Yeah. You don't feel like that's a quick ride. So this is actually 50% longer than that? Is that what you're telling me? No, it would be like another minute and a half longer. Okay, well, close to that then. So. Okay. It's it's a very, very long attraction. Very long attraction. So, uh, but I think Universal has been doing a brilliant job in terms of marketing Kong. Uh, I, I think they announced it at the perfect time. Whenever everyone already knew that it was coming, instead of holding back longer and longer, they finally announced it. And then they've just been uh, slowly leaking out uh, stuff a little bit as it goes further along the way. And then uh, was it just... A week ago or a little bit longer that they came out with the uh, the start of their viral marketing campaign, the Myth Explorer. It was, How long ago is it that, It was since last episode. Okay. <laughs> but I also know you don't keep up with the news that much, so sometimes things might even slip past you. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think we both know what I'm talking about. But do. they released the preview, and then today, as part of the whole announcement, they also released the first episode. I haven't had the chance to watch it all the way through, but it's... I didn't. I was I was running off our dinner last night this morning, so oh, okay. I did not have time to do Fantastic. It but uh, the first episode is The Journey to Skull Island, so it's like a, a faux documentary about going to Skull Island to explore it and, you know, see the mystery that lies within it. Um, I I think it's awesome that they're doing this nice little campaign to keep getting people excited up. Uh, Still no date that it's going to open. Just sometime in the summer. Summer 2016. It's coming up. It is. We only have spring to get through and then we're there. Yeah. Summer could be August 30th. Now, let's not hope. I don't think it's going to be put off that long, but I can't wait for it. And especially with some of the elements, we obviously know the Jeep that's going to drive you through. There's going to be the caves. There's going to be the outdoor portions. Everyone's talking about the queue and how interactive and alive the queue is going to be. And there was even rumors of live performers being in the queue. And that has been backed up with a little bit of information via the show Face Off on Sci-Fi. Right, Rhino? Yes. Wow. Yes. The March 30th episode of Face Off, for those of you who are watching that on Sci-Fi, um, is going to be Kong-themed. Kong's calling since Universal owns the Sci-Fi Network. Mm-hmm. 
But that's uh, a great show. It's interesting too. I love that they're still like using this show to promote stuff because if you remember, it was not this past Halloween. The one before it, they had Face Off in Halloween Horror Nights was like mm-hmm. one of their scare zones. And I was always bummed because the night I went, it wasn't work. Like nobody was there. Mm-hmm. So I look forward to seeing like maybe they'll bring some of that back into the park. Well, yeah, the rumor is that with Face Off, uh, obviously, they're going to be doing designs for some of the characters that will be in, in the, the queue. queue. Ooh. Oh, wow. So, as That's part cool. of the whole story, which very cool. that would be very neato. Begito. Begito. Bendito. So, we'll uh, keep you updated on anything that Kong related that comes away way <laughs> all the information well, well wow, we are really we'll, we'll give you our spanish take. today yes olay that's how i that's how you end new stores olay actually you did text me that last night he's telling the truth when i'm done with a when i'm done with the conversation i say olay that's his safe word it's amazing <laughs> it's the best way to handle things so uh and more so we we want king kong to come uh Obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, you don't know my dog. We also really wanted Hello Kitty to come. That's best in show for anybody who didn't know. But. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but now, <laughs> Hello Kitty is here. Oh, Hello Kitty is here. Oh, Hello Kitty. Meow. She's here. And the store is open. The one that basically took over well not oh, basically that, it, it did, did take over lucy a tribute garbage so. et poster is still there too okay well there's three total posters i still haven't finished my video for it it's you know as a as a i don't want to like sound snobby in a way but as a videographer it's easy to like really edit a video quickly whenever you actually care about the subject that you're doing so editing <laughs> so this one's gonna take two years yeah, editing the hello talking? kitty video is like going to the dentist knowing that you're going to get a root canal it's great. like every being in the store i i was probably in there filming for maybe 10 minutes but i would say it felt like i was in there for eternity uh, <laughs> it's your own personal hell i, can, I, I get that <laughs> I, something about it's just so bright it's a very bright store, and it's obviously lined every inch with Hello Kitty merchandise. Uh, just wall to wall to wall Hello Kitty merchandise. And, uh, I mean, <sighs> this is a Hello Kitty fan's dream. Um, but for a Craig, this is this <laughs> oh, is not the only guys. thing Craig could probably get behind was the snack counter what that had some really fun looking snacks. Those look like little green dragons. Uh, they're they're like, frogs. They're frogs. It's Karopi. one of the Hello Kitty things. I'm sure oh. someone knows the name for what a Hello Kitty frog is. It says Karopi right on it. It's a Karopi. K e r o p p i apple. Karopi apple. Karopi. So no, it's. Uh, overall, they did a fantastic job with it. Um, I, I The posters are up, and there's three of them. There's the E.T. one and the Jaws one that we've shown before. There's also a Back to the Future one. Oh, no. Yep. They, is, what is, is, it, is it? What is it? I don't know. No, don't tell me. They raped your favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. They, poster. They did. That poster is framed in, in my loft in my special place. Yeah, well. Now Hello Kitty has violated now it. Now Hello Kitty is uh, talk Marty about McFly. Violating, violating your special places anymore right now, Rhino. Am I going to or are you? No, that's not. I think that's for another show. That's, I got plenty of shows about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Beyond the scope of this one. Let's continue. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, the whole, everything that's supposed to be in the store isn't open yet. Uh, there's supposed to be at some point a meet and greet or interactive experience with Hello Kitty. Uh, that isn't in place yet. There's supposed to be like a create your own Hello Kitty ribbon. Uh, that's not a part of the store yet. Ribbon um, as in hair bow or y- yeah, as in like bow, I want a bow, an award? A bow. Okay. Like a Hello Kitty bow. Okay. And uh, then... Also, the store is going to have exclusive merchandise that you can only get at Universal Orlando. There's a couple things now. There's a T-shirt that we've already shown a picture of for those of you watching uh, this, and it'll be in the show notes for everyone else. Um, 
But yeah, so there's there's an exclusive T-shirt right now, two different coffee cups, and then two kind of like tumbler cups that you can get that you can only buy at Universal. But like that T-shirt's thirty four ninety five, which I what? think is ridiculous for a T-shirt. But it's it's not it barely has sleeves. I know, right? <laughs> if it was long sleeved, it might cost fifty. Uh, but I have to tell you, it, there was like moments where no one would be in the store, and it was like perfect. You could shoot great pictures and video, and then the next thing there would be these just swarms of people. And the worst, and I'm not being stereotyping here, but there was this group of I would say maybe. 12 13 japanese kids all in their harry potter robes and they just went bananas over this i mean they were picking it up there was a guy picking up bathrobes of hello kitty oh so well clearly there is is a market a market for it um what's what's the japanese term for it kawaii i think is the term for that japanese cute culture thing isn't hello kitty a part of all yeah something I mean, Hello Kitty, I, I know they're it's Sanrio and all that stuff. I, I don't know enough about it. I'm if you couldn't figure it out, I'm not really into cute Japanese cartoons. You oh okay. Well. I like the more gritty ones. You like anime? Like Soul mm. Eater? No, I don't like anime per se. I like uh I like a lot of Studio Ghibli movies. Okay. But that's about the extent of it. And that's just because I really enjoy the stories. Hello Kitty, from what I understand, probably has stories out there. Um, But if it's about a kitty dealing with too many rainbows (laughs) and too much love. Someone's been reading my autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not really for me. So there's one thing that's going to show up in there a lot. It's a lot of kitty. Well, yeah. Okay. So that, we, can, we can sum up by quoting Gwen Stefani. Super kawaii. That's what she says. Fantastic. That is everything that I wanted to really kind of break down and talk about before we got to the main reason we're here. And that's Margaritaville. And boy, Ooh. I think uh, we've got a surprise for you on this one. Or maybe it won't be a surprise. Who the heck knows? We'll have to find out. But... Before we do that, we are going to watch a very short video. Uh, So for anyone who hasn't been in there yet, they can kind of get an idea or a feeling of what exactly Margaritaville is. So find this at YouTube.com slash WDW info. Beautiful. Wow, Craig. Work of art. I can't say you outdid yourself there. (laughs) but Craig, you uh, old so-and-so. Craig definitely did something there. It was fun. I'm going to demote myself. Too many margaritas last night. Yeah. Well, no, not enough, probably. <laughs> uh, if I had more, it might come out better. But Margaritaville, uh, I, I definitely will say right off the bat that I had preconceived notions going into this one. It's not my first time at Margaritaville. Actually, multiple times. And uh, I think two other, three times. Two of them were actually really good experiences. One, not so good, but that was the last one that I was there. That was the not so good one that kind of did it for me on ever really wanting to to like it again. But It's just you know, a place when people are like, oh, we're going to Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Uh, I'm always like, uh, like and, I, in the eight years I've been there, lived in Florida, I've probably only been there like three or four times. Yeah, it seems to be one of those places that you could just kind of agree to go to, but not that you like actually really want to go to. And At least that's how we all approached it. I approached it the same way. I was oh, kind yeah. of like, oh, we got to do a dining review on Margaritaville. All right. Yeah, and uh, the first time I went was with my family after I started working at Universal, and they came down and, and like Margaritaville. But that was back before, you know, there was a lot of the unique original restaurants like Anahito's yeah. and. Um, Vivo, and that was back in the days of Pasta More, Latin Quarter. Uh, so Margaritaville was very attractive compared to uh, especially a lot for, of those ones. for somebody who's like your parents are from the north, and you know, when I'm from Massachusetts too, so I feel like a lot of people up there like they love that, especially being from like Boston, Jimmy Buffett, you know, and it's uh, like 
they hear Margaritaville, and it's it becomes like a destination for them. Oh, you know, hey, absolutely, exactly. So that first time it was it was really great from what I can remember, uh, and then after that, yeah, that's whenever it came into this whole obligation thing it's like oh we have we have to go there's a party happening everyone's meeting there okay and then even going beyond that it i i don't know it's just now that we've been cruising and stuff more working with the diz it's i i feel like margaritaville's like a senor frogs like a they have them in all the island places oh, and point. i just I like don't senor frogs i just don't want to deal with it however this experience not only provided a change in latitude, but, but also, also a change in attitude. <laughs> oh, wow. I see what you we did. We had changes in latitude, changes in attitude. You were making fun of me this morning for playing on words. Oh, there's going to be a lot of Jimmy Buffett song references in this one. Oh, see, I wish I... No, I, I take it back. I was going to say, I don't even wish I knew the songs for this. Grave I, I, they're like for me. They're like the BGM of my life. Like they're just background music that you've heard. Because my boss and I worked at Borders, love Jimmy Buffett, and so I know I've heard it all. But I just you tune it out. Jimmy Buffett, the songs you know by heart. One of the best compilation albums ever. It's got the yellow cover, all the hits. Kicks off with Cheeseburger in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And they I play mean, all those hits in the restaurant too. Yeah, I, I'm sure my memory's like warped. But I can remember like driving down to Hilton Head maybe on vacation with the family back whenever I was growing up. And that was Jimmy Buffett always had some sort of representation. Maybe I've just been sniffing a lot of glue and drinking (laughs) too much. But I feel like that happened because I have an appreciation for Jimmy Buffett today. Um, I'm not sniffing glue, by the way. (laughs) That was just the first thing I could think of. Well, when we were kids, they had that edible paste for us. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, right. you could eat it. Yeah, and I mean, who doesn't love a little bit of rubber cement yeah. every now and then? Well, that's the sniffing. Well, the sniffing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the, the sniffing stuff. Okay. Well, anyway. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, we all we all were kind of going, ugh, into this one. Um, <laughs> and... Upon our first encounter with the hostess, <laughs> I, I can't say that I was much more impressed. First off, we went at a very awkward time. It was about 3.30-ish. So it was right um, in between the shift change for the servers. Yeah. And uh, so obviously the restaurant was dead. I think there was maybe three or four tables whenever we got in. A couple people at the bar starting to drink early. A little bit more outside on the porch of indecision. Uh, but we were basically going into an empty restaurant. And But the, before you even got to the hostess, there was the... Uh the guy who was like greeting people, the, I'm assuming he was like manager or yeah. whatever. He was just so insincere, like "Welcome to Margaritaville." Like, hey, but like his movement seemed like he was excited. I don't know. He was like swinging his arms. It was a very odd experience in the first like 30 seconds. Exactly, and so we obviously let them know that we needed table for three. Uh, there was a lot of indecision. Just like the porch of indecision about whether or not we should sit outside or inside. It was windy. It was very windy. Uh, I I obviously made the choice to sit inside because that's the kind of leader that I am. And uh, we decided to sit inside. But after I made a couple, I don't even remember what the jokes were anymore. What did I say to her? Oh, I don't. No, I don't I have it on that camera. Whole part because I was walking next to the hostess. You guys were lagging behind, talking about her, I guess. But I missed the whole episode of what happened. I well, it was whenever um, we were originally talking to her. I made some sort of joke, and granted, it wasn't funny. I know I'm not funny. I've admitted this multiple times, but I think it's polite for people to still laugh. Didn't I mean, you say something? You were like, you get a, you get that a thousand times. Or is that something you said to Gabby? Uh, Oh, oh, I said that to no, Gabby. I said that to the hostess. Yeah, and and she just like turned and walked away. <laughs> so in the video, you just I think if you, you go to our Twitter or Facebook, you'll yeah. wasting away. Oh yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, she did not even do that. <laughs> she took a, no, she she, didn't do she that. turned on a she turned on a turned on a dime and uh, she took off. We've we've both been servers before. We know that you have to have a fake laugh yes. for these kind of situations. Yes. And she did she... not provide a fake laugh. <laughs> therefore, we walked out. We she... never ate. That's it, guys. We'll see you next week with the next edition of... What show is this? 
Does Universal? Bow, wow, 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 wow. Is that how you hear the theme song? Is that not Oh my gosh. So, uh, we got seated mm-hmm. in the nearly empty restaurant. I don't think we were there for. Uh, Here's a photo. Yeah, nearly empty. Um, yeah, before we really jump into the experience, let's just talk about the interior of the restaurant. Uh, it's a decently big room on the inside in the floor seating. Uh, it feels very large in there. Well, and it, it, it feels very large because it is very large in that it's very wide open on the main floor, but then there's also an upstairs mm-hmm. the, that they use whenever it's it's busy. So mm-hmm. basically Friday, Saturday nights, uh, it's... I've eaten up there multiple times. And inside it's themed extremely well. The colors are all, um, you know, colors that you would see in the Keys. There's the colors of the sunsets and then the, you know, aquatic colors with the aquas and other kinds of blues. There's um, masts and sails everywhere on the sails. Fish and poles. Well, because you're under sea. No, there's a lot of boat stuff where you're in the boat, not under the sea. Yeah, but some parts you're under the sea. In yes, some parts you are, where they have like hanging sharks up above and stuff like that. And um, but then they have like on the sails, there's video footage projected onto the sails that's running constantly of people doing relaxing things in the keys, or they're at Jimmy Buffett concerts, or they're drinking and a lot. And so. Our experience, it was relatively quiet in the there the entire time. Uh, even as the restaurant got busier and busier, it still maintained a relative uh, quietness to it. However, uh, on select nights, there will be live bands that perform inside. And, and it gets loud. It gets very loud, almost to the point that I hate that they have live mm-hmm. bands. It's a turn off for me. It becomes very difficult to have a conversation with the people that you're with during those times just especially so loud. in a place that you know when i think about going to eat at these places i think like okay this is the end of the day at a theme park and i was i always like you know catch the pieces of people's conversation as they're leaving because it's margaritaville is located like just over the bridge where the entrance to islands of adventure is and so you know i heard these people coming in and they would like it was one of those great conversations you hear where it's just people talking about their day and they were like oh i don't know which thing was better was this thing better was this thing better and they had clearly had like an amazing time and i was like you know if there had been live music it's not the place you want to go and like digest your day you know exactly however also they do music out on the porch of indecision uh but usually that's just an acoustic performer out there by himself and for me that i enjoy whenever you're sitting out on a patio and there's a solo live performer who's out there just like a Trader Sam's. Yeah. Never too loud. Just something nice to have, uh, in the background. So definitely be considerate about what time you're going to Margaritaville. Uh, I actually highly recommend our bizarre time is like an early dinner. Um, and there are ways to do this as an early dinner and make sure you don't eat for the rest of the night. Uh, I didn't eat for the rest of the night and I was up until, 1 a.m. So, yeah, we were stuffed. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even feel the need till to eat lunch today. Like, I'm still full from yesterday. I did eat lunch, but I just did it more out of necessity. Oh, yeah, but I, um, I definitely ate lunch today. A lot of lunch. And some of my French fries from last night that I, I didn't finish. I had, but I, there was just so much food, <laughs> so much food. There was so much food, so much food. So I like where we sat. Overall, yeah, I like where we sat, too. I really... I really enjoy the atmosphere on the inside. Um, it's just, it's a cool environment. One of the coolest aspects of it, which a lot of people will find obnoxious and annoying, uh, is obviously the volcano. Which we sat near. Which we did. We requested to sit near. The volcano's um, at the bar. Yep, it's at one of the bars. There's multiple bars throughout the joint. There's That's two on way. the main floor and then one mm-hmm. upstairs. Uh, and then technically the Lone Palm Airport then, which is across the way, but still all part of the Margaritaville family. Uh, that's the one that's by the plane, if you've ever been there, the mm-hmm. Lone Palm Airport. Uh, but, yeah, at the main bar, there's a volcano right up above it, and the booze in the blender is, booze is the blender. filled up. It's doing the volcano thing all the time, and then all of a sudden... the tornado? The tornado, yeah. The tornado thing all the time. Twister. <laughs> ride it uh and then all of a sudden it'll start draining 
and you know volcano starts coming on and i'm not gonna sing you're just gonna have to pretend it in your ears or rhino will sing it i don't, I don't know the words i'm gonna go something about when a volcano, volcano blow is something about that I don't know. So I don't know. It gets loud. They play that song like know. extra loud. I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano okay. blow. Oh, here we go now. <laughs> so they play that whole song. <laughs> yeah. I learned the steel drums just so I could play that song. And Even feeling hot, hot, hot. hot, hot. hot. <laughs> it's well worth the effort. Uh, so, yeah, the song hot, comes hot, on and hot. it's... Uh, you know, smoke starts coming off whenever it matches the line in the song, and there's there's no booze in the blender, and so the then the volcano blender. erupts, and all this water starts gushing down. You saw it in the video, and it just pours all the way back into the blender, and uh, you know, then it's filled back up. Twister starts again, another Jimmy Buffett hit. Is that when they play Margaritaville play right after? Yeah, away in Margaritaville, and uh, it's it's really fun. I mean. We were there for probably an hour and a half, so we saw it twice, three times, uh, twice, at least twice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely twice because I got up and filmed it on my phone, and then it happened again, and you were filming it too. So yeah. Yeah, I know it was like two times. Yeah, I know a lot with like the Diz. We've been very uh, we've been very unkind to places like Rainforest Cafe for how noisy and despite like children thinking that the interiors are cool which i did whenever i was a kid Mm -hmm. uh i still enjoy it from time to time whenever i want to feel nostalgic um this is kind of that same aspect for but for adults um it's but it's i I don't know it's just in this environment it feels fun because it's just like a little glimmer of it and then it's over it's also not done as frequently as that those rainforest and the meteor strikes in those two and t-rex and um the other one uh they're they're like every twenty minutes or something mm-hmm. like that, and yeah. here I I really think the volcano goes off every forty five minutes yeah. is what yeah. it felt like, or maybe thirty, but it didn't feel excessive. I wasn't like, oh god, here goes the volcano again. All it did was encourage me to want to drink more. Seriously, but I didn't. I was responsible yesterday, as always. But we had margaritas. Yes, we did have margaritas. Uh, we'll start there, I guess. Well, we don't have. A, I don't think there's. A... I didn't put in the picture. Oh, okay. They did not come out well. Okay. You you would have thought we were drunk when we were taking pictures of our not drunk margaritas. Yeah, because it was just sloppy. I took the picture. It was my bad. This wasn't sloppy, right. Joe. Over there. Uh, but Rhino got the perfect margarita, mm-hmm. and it certainly was. Mm-hmm. It, it I think it, I believe it was ten seventy five. Uh, I don't know. I'm talking like that, but um, <laughs> it was ten seventy five. Brought in my Southern Belle. Um, my, but it was. I asked her. I said, "You know, which one of these?" Now, first of all, I said, "Are they good?" You, you were the one who told me, like you did enjoy the margaritas here, because sometimes they're. I hate when you get a margarita somewhere and it's just like the stupid mix. It just hurts my throat. And I asked her, like, which one of these is the stronger, the stronger one? Because I'm a big boy and I, you know, I want, I want to feel a little kick from my margarita because I like tequila a lot. And um, she recommended the perfect margarita, and it was. It was like it was great. I could taste the tequila. Like clearly, they had made this with alcohol, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't overpowering. It was very like an an enjoyable margarita. There was no like overly strong anything. It was just. It was perfect. Exactly. Uh, I had the feeling hot, 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 which uh, was their take on a spicy margarita. Uh, also, ten seventy five. All the margaritas ranged from ten dollars to ten seventy five, and then their their. But they had Big one that was like fourteen, thirteen seventy five, and that's the one that had like the floater with oh, okay. uh, the Grand, Grand Marnier, Marnier on it. Yeah. So that one's a little bit more expensive for the extra alcohol. But uh, the feeling hot, 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 it was not nearly as spicy as I was hoping for. It was very on the sweet side. However, our server did tell me that it was going to be sweet. But uh, after the first order that we put in, she kind of had the idea that I did like things spicy. And I liked it, so she made sure that they put extra jalapenos in it, which was very much appreciated. But normally with, like, a spicy uh, jalapeno margarita, they'll muddle the jalapenos and bring the spices out this way. These were just kind of – it was kind of like a margarita garnished with jalapenos. But as the longer it sat, the more the flavors from the jalapenos started to slip in, uh, and it made it very enjoyable. And – 
JL, I'm going to let you mention what you had real quick, and then I'm going to tell us, tell everyone about who gave us these drink recommendations. Okay. I did not have a margarita. In fact, I did not have an alcoholic drink at all. I had a virgin pina colada, and it was fantastic. Um, pina coladas are something that I like, and I get somewhat regularly. And sometimes it can get really messed up because sometimes they make the um, pina colada too sweet. This was not too sweet. It was just the right amount of sweet. It was, um, and it didn't last very long because I drank it all up. Oh, you sucked it up. I did. (laughs) You sucked it up quick. Uh, All these drinks came via recommendation of our amazing, amazing server, uh, Gabby who, if you are ever in there... Uh, yeah, ask for her. Ask, ask for, for her. her. Ask if she's working. I know the last time, whenever we did... Well, not the last time, but long ago when we did NBA City, we raved about our server, John, who was incredible. Gabby was she's on... The new she John. was the, the, the female version of John. She, she was, was on the ball. On the freaking ball. She From came, the second we didn't, we didn't even sit down. From the second no. we approached the table. We approached the table. She started to see us. We sat down. You ran off to the bathroom. She immediately that. came over and was like, I'll just get you guys some waters. All three of you waters while, while you're waiting. It's like, oh, that didn't even have to ask. Already knew. I love that. And then basically she was just on the spot with recommendations about everything telling us about the drinks and because you know it's not just all margaritas there they also have a selection of beers yeah, yeah hosted by land shark they call the beer they called the non-margaritas something Boats? the boat drinks boat drinks yeah it's also a jimmy buffett song so there's not a pun involved Okay. Just a reference. Just a reference. Okay. No pun, just a reference. Uh, but yeah, then they had a lot no of other boat drinks, non-tequila-based drinks, and I can't remember which one she recommended the, based uh, on the Bahama Mai Tai. Mama. Oh, Bahama. Bahama Mama. Bahama Mama. That's the yeah. one that she recommended out of that. Uh, and so, yeah, she, she was very thorough with that, um, as well as telling us about the appetizers, uh, just a few of her favorite menu items. Uh you know, like pretty much all server will do, but this, I, I trusted her and I yeah. trusted all her recommendations. Uh, before we leave the margaritas completely, I'll just throw this out there. The margaritas here are good. They are not the best margaritas you will get at uh, Universal Orlando. Where's the best one? Anahitos. Really? A hundred percent. For multiple reasons. The size, the quality of the tequila they use, and the variety I of will margaritas they have. Give it another shot because I had a horrible margarita there. And I, and that was the place I was thinking of with the syrup. They didn't like you because you call it Antihotes. Yeah, maybe. You don't say the name right, so that's why they don't like you. As someone who in one night... No, I want to try I'm not going to say that story. But as someone who has sampled every drink that <laughs> <laughs> has to offer... Good lord, in one night? Maybe or maybe not in one night. <laughs> they are on the ball. How are you still with ball. us? I don't know. <laughs> God must love you. <laughs> that was a crazy one. one of the two. Um, <laughs> second best. Second best, not the first best. Moving on. Worth ordering, though. Worth ordering. Yes. Absolutely get one if you are eating at Margaritaville. Something that will just go perfectly with the meal. But if you just want... There's uh, outside of the restaurant in two places. There's margarita to go windows uh, that you can just walk up, get a margarita, and leave. Um, can't go out of City Walk. You can't take it in the theme parks. It has to stay in City Walk. But you can use those. Um, I would recommend still going to the Anahitos one, but they're available there and they are a, a viable option uh, if that's what you're looking for. That's what you want. Uh, let's move on to the appetizers. We started with the recommended menu item as well as i think probably the most popular appetizer out there and that was the nachos the volcano nachos the volcano nachos uh these are got our jalapenos yeah we were yeah the jalapenos were on the side for jl's comfort she explained how they make these to us so uh it is basically chili cheese chili and cheese not chili cheese (laughs) chili and cheese the chips, 
and then other garnishes, uh, sour cream, like sour cream, guacamole. No, guacamole, wait, but before that, jalapenos, before you get but to that stuff, yeah. they don't put the toppings on right away. They do the chili and the cheese and the chips, and then they flip. They start to broil it, and then they flip it over. Yeah. After it's been broiled and it all starts to melt together, and then they put more on, and then they put the topping on. So that way, you know all the chips at the bottom are actually getting evenly distributed with the uh, the ingredients, which, which was is much brilliant. to Rhino's relief because he was very concerned about naked chips. Yeah, I have this big issue when you order nachos at a restaurant. Like I and Craig and I were at the Ale House on Sunday, and Craig took the chip with, and underneath that chip naked chips everywhere and it, so i you gotta layer your nachos man and this place like we were like this would be the equivalent of about four or five layers i would say is how much you're getting this mound and we were getting to the bottom and we ate almost all of this yeah, and we did i was like pulling back chips with the fork and being like look there's still a like a cave of deliciousness under here it, however it was great typically i would say that this dish would serve four to six yeah um, yes if not more than that, I would say four to eight could eat out of this comfortably. Yes. We were just being disgusting pigs. I mean, you can't tell how tall it is from that picture that we just showed because you're getting the bird's eye view. But if you were looking at it straight on, I I would say that's like inches high. Of, it's probably like six to eight. Yeah, They're some just, of the best nachos I've had. Like, yeah, it's just such a I, I would a order this in a heartbeat. And at fifteen ninety nine, it was priced perfectly. Yeah, I would get these again. You absolutely. were definitely getting what you're paying for. Yeah, we also did the uh, the pretzel sticks served warm with mustard and homemade queso. Um, you heard us rave about the pretzel at NBC Sports Brill and Grew, and. Brill and Grew? Yeah, that was yeah. what I said the first time we did that. So Yeah, but that's what I've been calling it now yeah, by accident, too. It's the Brill and Grew. Damn it. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, these are, I'm happy to report, they are just as good. Oh, yeah, they were great. If not better, because I, I was just they're gonna individualized say, I, I think and you don't I liked have to it rip better. off each other. Yeah, they were super soft, and they, and I, I you know, the, the, the salt is used sparingly on them, which is nice, because mm-hmm. I hate over-salted pretzel, but mm-hmm. I love pretzel bread. And those, that mustard and sauce are, are great. Like, that cheese sauce is not overly thick or heavy, but it's definitely, like, a really good dip and cheese sauce i agree with everything you just yeah, said like I you just nailed it couldn't say it any better myself they were fantastic at 9.49 maybe a dollar yeah or two more expensive than it should have been but still you have to remember margaritaville is not a universal owned uh property so they're making all their menu prices um little bit on the higher side same way we saw at mba city whenever we went and did there however the prices overall for this restaurant are still way under what you'd go and pay over at disney oh yeah very very reasonably priced i'm sure those nachos would probably have been at least like 22 dollars or something like that at disney like that that's how much was there yeah yeah i even 20 i could say they would probably sell it for 25 yeah these greedy sons of sons of what was your entree okay so before i talk about what my entree was i want to go back to the hostess stand for a second and Mm -hmm. i know that we had the rough start because she didn't laugh at your jokes but i was very impressed um with her for this reason when we when she went to seat us and she was grabbing the menus the first thing she said to us was does anybody need um a vegetarian or gluten-free menu yeah and i thought that i've actually um other than Seasons 52, I've never seen a restaurant do that before, where <clears throat> before you're even seated, they, they ask if you need an alternative menu, and they don't, they don't wait on you to say to them, hey, I've got an issue. Um, yeah. They just go ahead and offer that to you in case you need it. So um, they brought a, a vegetarian menu to the table for me because I thought, well, I'd like to see what they had. And the things that they had on the menu was – you know, there wasn't tons of stuff. There was four entrees, three starters, and uh, a whole lot of sides. But it was it was ample, and they all looked so good. I did decide to go ahead and get something from the vegetarian menu, and I got the margarita pasta, which was roasted red and green bell peppers, onions, and garlic in lime cilantro butter tossed with cavatappi pasta and then also topped with queso fresco cheese. That was sixteen ninety nine, And it was 
Delicious. Good. Yeah, I didn't try any of it, but you also killed it. I, I mean, for the most part, was, you took some home. I but. Well, I took some home because I filled up on nachos, but um, had I not, every single bit of this yeah. would have been eaten. It was so good. Um, I originally was going to have the onions left off of it because I'm not normally a fan of onion things with my delicate intestines, but um, Gabby said that she loved the onions in the meal. So since she had been so fantastic, I decided to go with her recommendation and um, I kept the onions on and it was, it was great. Um, The only hang up I had about this dish was that the garlic in the dish was actually whole garlic cloves rather than like minced garlic. Oh, I like that though. Well, God, I love that. I could see one right here in the photo. That's delicious. Yeah. The, the cloves were huge. They weren't like little cloves. These were cloves. And, um, I love garlic. Love it. Love it. I will sometimes eat it raw. I love it so much, but, um, these cloves were so big that it was I think I maybe would have preferred them to be cut up into smaller pieces when it came out rather than I take a bite and then it's just like a massive garlic clove in my mouth. The other thing that I wasn't expecting about this uh, meal was it had a little bit of kick to it. And I'm not exactly sure where that kick came from other than, you know, pepper that had um, that the dish had been seasoned with. But it it did have a little bit of bite to it as well. It was a good it was it was good, but it was there and I, I wasn't quite expecting that when i had gotten it well rhino you got the fish tacos that mm-hmm. are typically uh crispy fried cod fish in a land shark batter topped yeah. with avocado cilantro lime coleslaw mm-hmm. and key lime crema served with black beans rice and pico de gallo however the fish of the day was mahi so you went ahead and upgraded to blackened mahi for three dollars sure extra. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Originally seventeen ninety nine, costing us twenty ninety nine. I know it was a. It was when they were like the price they were before. I was even like, oh, it's a little like for fish tacos. But I do love mahi mahi so much um, that when she said it, I was like, I'll just have to do it. I I was surprised there were only two. Not upset. I mean, we had just eaten so many nachos. But um, here's a photograph, um, if you're watching. And uh, I have to tell you, though, delicious. So good. And so good with the mahi-mahi. Like, if you're going to order this dish, I would... Well, I am interested to try that land shark batter, actually. Yeah. But um, I would absolutely take mahi-mahi over... Um, what was the fish you said? Cod, I think. It was cod, yeah. Yeah, so um, I would absolutely do mahi-mahi over that in a second. The 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 taco, though, was, like, so full, I couldn't I couldn't even, like, close it. Like, I was having trouble lifting it up to eat it. Yeah, whenever I saw that there was only two on the plate, I was like, oh, that's kind of... Yeah. It's kind of a rip. But then as three. soon as you tried to pick it up, yeah. then all of a sudden it made perfect sense. Yeah. Your, your portion size was huge. Typically, uh, not all the time, but... For something like fish tacos, you might see that on like on a sandwich menu. Um, it's usually a trio, but this this was on the entree, and it was definitely entree sized. It wasn't it wasn't just a side of black beans. Oh no, but a literal bowl of black beans. Yeah, like that was that was a lot, um, and uh, it was it was delicious. I don't like cilantro at all, uh, and I actually didn't even know there was cilantro in here till I read this. So. I think I just like it when it's used appropriately. I don't like when it's a flavor I can taste on its own. And, um, you know, the the description here... God, I just wish I had one of those tacos right now to, like, <laughs> to seriously eat again. Key lime crema. If you're somebody who's worried, like, oh, I don't like lime, I, it's, not, it's not overly tart, as sometimes key limes can be. Um, I would recommend it in a heartbeat. The black beans and rice were good. You know, standard issue kind of side here. But uh, I even... Because we ate so much, brought the other one home, um, and you know, and I gave it to Eli, and he really enjoyed it too. And he is somebody who is very particular about that sort of food, so I was actually surprised that he enjoyed it. But good, it was good. Like I'm actually liked it so much that I want to see if I can find like a recipe and maybe try and do like turn this into something. I make in a house, my house, brought have people over or something. Very nice. So I went stereotypical here, and I got the most Jimmy Buffett meal. That you could have. And, of course, that's the cheeseburger in paradise. Uh, I had mine with lettuce and tomato. 
Heinz 57, French fried potato, big kosher pickle, and a cold draft beer. (laughs) Good God almighty, which way do I steer for my cheeseburger in paradise? That came out as like a William Shatner style. (laughs) It was very William Shatner. Cheeseburger in paradise. Which way do I steer? (laughs) Uh, $13.99, topped with American cheese lettuce, tomato pickles, and Paradise Island sauce. It looked very much like Big Mac sauce. Uh, the first thing I noticed whenever the burger came is that it was all perfectly put together. Uh, and that usually is a sign to me that it's a frozen patty, and that's how it came shaped so perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I flat out asked Gabby, and she said, no, it's basically, unless it's meant to be like frozen and then cooked, everything there is fresh, including the actual burger patty. Um, I got it cooked medium, and... It was actually perfectly cooked, which never happens. And this was this wasn't a thick, big burger. This no. was very thin. So the fact that they actually were able to cook it correctly, being that thin, was it was just very pleasant overall. It was absolutely delicious. Uh, I I savored each and every bite of it. It how, was. How did it look when you got home? It was a home? very good burger. It was fine. Oh, it yeah. didn't like fall apart. It was all fine. A little bit that I did have to bring home. It just it stayed together. It was. It, it's a it's a gift from God. Yeah. <laughs> the cheeseburger in paradise. It looked real good. It, it was excellent, and I hate getting burgers when I'm out unless I go to a specific burger place or it's a really unique burger. So for me to get just a, a cheeseburger is very out of the ordinary. But I I would have no problem ordering this again. Uh, hmm. Served of course with the pickle, which I always like a pickle on the side. Uh, That's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, and <laughs> then French fries. It can also be served with a side salad, uh, no extra charge, or upgrade to sweet potato fries for 99 cents. I asked Gabby, which she thought, and she said their sweet potato fries get a little soggy uh, a little quicker. And I appreciated her honesty. Yeah, no, I did too. And because um, and, that night, every little bit of upcharge makes a difference. Mm-hmm. to a server so the fact that she said yeah the fries are better and they were very good fries i think i had them there once before uh they were solid much better than you get a cowfish uh mm-hmm. so i overall for 13.99 i thought this was a great value uh for the meal and that leads us into dessert which they have three different dessert options. Uh, let's see if it's I remember the dessert pie. menu. There's, yeah, key lime pie. And the volcano. The volcano dessert, which is just... She said it was the equivalent of the nachos, but dessert style with like three brownies. Like three brownies, I, a, a pint, pint of, of ice cream. cream and um, an incredible amount of toppings. Yeah, it was basically a kitchen sink but on a plate mm-hmm. uh, and served at Margaritaville. And it, that was like sixteen fifty. The key lime pie was, I believe, seven ninety nine. And then what we got, which was uh, bread pudding with bananas and uh, chocolate. I believe it was chocolate it, it, it was bread chocolate pudding. chocolate chip banana bread pudding. Yeah, chocolate chip go. banana bread pudding served with bananas and chocolate chip whipped cream. And then... We were able to top it ourselves with chocolate and caramel sauce. And there's ice cream on top there, yes, too. Yes, and a, <laughs> a dollop of ice cream, close to a pint of ice cream, actually. All, quite a bit of ice cream. Uh, with That's how large the scoop was. Sturdy snowball. This one was also seven ninety nine, I believe. Uh, just out of this world in terms of a dessert. Uh, for And keep in mind, this is a dessert for one person. We still didn't finish it all with the three of us. even after, But we all left a little bit of room for dessert. Yes, I still. I know you said it's a dessert for one person. I think that would have to be a pretty sturdy person to finish that whole thing by themselves. Oh, I I think it's uh, another yeah, there's one. There's no way for, dessert for it's one. It's for four people. Yeah, it's not. But I, yeah, I mean, that it's, guy it's at the beginning of seven dessert. they find in the bed. If I if I'm at Disney and I see a dessert on Excuse the menu me, that's seven ninety nine, I would automatically assume that's a dessert for one person because most no. of the time it is. That it's, is not true not. at Margaritaville. No. This is big enough to fit multiple people despite one person could ordering it uh could order it we always get banana desserts wherever we go 
The well, pickles okay, and now the bananas, huh? None of us really, first of all, Gabby didn't recommend the key lime pie, which we found unusual because it being Margaritaville, you would think that the key lime pie would be one of their signature things. So True. that was kind of a cue for us. Let's not get the key lime pie. She did not recommend it. Um, I, when I say not recommend it, it doesn't mean she said don't get it. It just means she there was an, an absence of her endorsing it. Um, and then the volcano thing, which she endorsed very highly, but we were intimidated by the idea because it just sounded too much and we were already full. And we thought we just wanted a little bit of something at the end of the meal. Um, not, we didn't want to feel sick by the time it was all over. So that, I think we went with the banana thing by default, plus Rhino likes bananas. And no, I wanted the key lime pie. <laughs> You uh, suggested the bread pudding. No, I didn't. I said, I like bread pudding, too. It's okay. But uh, if there's a key lime pie on a menu, anybody who knows me knows I'll order the key lime pie. Oh, I'm glad we didn't right, go so with the key lime pie. Apparently, there was some miscommunication yesterday, and we didn't understand him. But um, anyway, that's that's how we came to the... I actually don't. It was like, like, it was like bananas by default. But wow, we really lucked out because it was so good. Sure was. Sure, indeed. So, overall, again, as I said, changes in latitude, changes in attitude. I I didn't have anything here that I did not enjoy. I thoroughly enjoyed it all. I would even go as far as saying everything I had was excellent, mm-hmm. which scares me to say, but everything we did have was excellent. And the cost, again... It was a little bit higher than what you would pay at, you know, in my opinion, at Vivo. I think that still has some of the best prices here. This was a little bit more on the expensive side. But, but the portions were... The portions were huge. Oh, my. And so, so we got two apps, three entrees, one dessert. And it, what was the total? The total was uh, the total was 98, I believe, before. 98 without... Our alcohol included. So we pulled That's the alcohol right. off. Um, and so just the food itself, no alcohol. It was $98 after our uh, Premier Pass discount. It dropped down to $80. Wow. Which $80 for all the food we had, plus JL's uh, non-alcoholic drink, mm-hmm. $80 for all that was a heck of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I so I can't even complain about the price. I because typically if we weren't going to do a review, I would have got, you know, maybe I would have probably got the nachos and then an appetizer, no dessert. And I, I mean, for three an people entree. with that, that wouldn't that wouldn't get that expensive. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm just I'm trying to run through it in my head because I'm thinking like the amount of food that we got versus the three of us. Like I think that still could have comfortably and easily fed two more people i know there were only three entrees but let's say like i split those tacos and one taco one taco and then you know what i mean like or like yeah it definitely could have fed it five people and everybody would have left still very full yeah no this easily i mean like i probably could have fed myself and my three children with those nachos and everybody getting a side you know or something they're just it's a lot of food oh it's so so much food um, so we all agree that we will recommend. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's gotten to the point where th- that our meal for me, that was like a game changer meal for me, but like to the point where I'm, I will actually be like, there are three good restaurants in city, in uh, city walk now. <laughs> and I want to be like, cowfish is slowly bumping to the bottom of my list. Like I would say the NBC and then I would say Margaritaville and I'd say cowfish Maybe the Mexican place. I don't know. I don't really Good like it as much as you guys. But um, no, I'm just very happy that we had that experience. Because now I'm like, great. Now there's another place that we get to explore more food options. You know, Anahitos is. We need to do a review of that because it's okay. It's not great. It was great when they had the upstairs menu as well as the downstairs menu. The downstairs menu wasn't that good. The, the two times I've been, I haven't enjoyed it. The the upstairs menu that served expensive, very mm-hmm. expensive, but more mature Mexican dishes. Um, that was incredible. However. It wasn't. No one was going up there to order that menu and do that. They all wanted the your basic street Mexican food. Yeah, that is not very good at 
anajitas. Some dishes are okay, some not. Too salty. So that definitely, that restaurant still has issues. I wanna, I'm wondering if it corrected itself yet. Uh, I don't know if it's the other competition that came in that made Margaritaville really step up its game, or maybe it's been like this all the time and we've just been so jaded. Uh, Either way. There is one thing about Margaritaville that you haven't mentioned that I think is very important. What? The blender. Drink. Oh, yes. The booze in the blender. That's right. So we talked a lot about margaritas, obviously, and the drinks. You have the option of getting an actual, your booze in a blender and taking that home as a souvenir cup. It's actually one of the souvenir cups I like that I do not have. Despite. 22 ounces, I think, is what they said. 22 or 24. It's oh, a big drink. A drink. And it, it's, like, yeah, 20 bucks. And for the amount of my friends gotten it before, she was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I can't. There's no way I can't get through this drink. So just a fun, fun, cool thing there, too. Signature item. I don't know. Exactly. I completely agree. So uh, we all think you should go and check out Margaritaville if you're staying for a long time and you have an option to check out all the places we've already recommended in terms of eating (laughs) there. We're not going to balance it around. You decide what you like and. But you now know Margaritaville is a viable option. So thank you guys so much for conversing with me about it and everything else we've talked about today. And thank you to everyone out there who took the time to listen to all this garbage nonsense that we've been throwing out there. Uh, and as always, make sure you uh, you hit that like button that's right below us to tell us uh, that you like us. And for that one person who's hitting the thumbs down before it starts, what, what what's the deal with you? Who are, are you? you doing that? Who, who are, you? are you? Just come out and tell us. Even if it's a joke, just tell us. Let us know. Uh, For all the people out there listening, make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes uh, and reviewing us on there if you enjoy it or if you hate it. It doesn't matter. And for all those people out there that are watching this on YouTube, make sure uh, you're subscribed to our channels, uh, youtube.com slash disunplugged, as well as uh, youtube.com slash wdwinfo. Both great channels. Look out for them. And make sure you're also going to disunplug.com. That's our show notes page where you can learn about this show as well as all of the other shows that we have and uh, get information to anything you might need. Hey, you can even get information uh, regarding stuff on the boards, disboards.com. You know, it's that that wonderful message boards where uh, whenever a video is not posted instantly, you can go and ask where the video is and why it's not there yet. It's a very viable option. Um, uh, and then also, uh, make sure you're following us on social media. We, uh, we'll be doing a little bit more on social media in the upcoming yeah. time. I think a little bit more than normal, but I, hey, I liked our little preview video, did a little preview video of this. That's yeah. how you found out. If that's how you found out, then cool. <laughs> it was fun. Rhino did it. It was great. <laughs> Uh, But again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everyone out there who took the time to pay attention to this. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Next week, we're getting those resolutions going. Yeah, all the resolutions. Next week, we'll have our (laughs) resolutions. Uh, But until then, remember, margaritas are universal. Universal.